0: Welcome back to the Positively Real Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Brittany King, and I have an incredibly special guest with me on the show today. Alison Scammel is a master intuitive coach, psychic medium, and energy healer, and her mission is to help soul-guided leaders, influencers, entrepreneurs upgrade their energy frequency to gain unstoppable momentum in their life and business. She is the founder of the soul guide Academy, and she helps thousands of leaders and light workers earn more, serve more and grow spiritually along the way. She regularly shares priceless wisdom and insight on soul guy radio, a podcast for soul guided influencers ready to unlock massive soul aligned success. I mean, come on Allison, let's freaking go. I'm like, I just am so excited when your name popped into my inbox, and I, like, I just it was like you know, I mean, you know this because you're an intuitive coach. Like, it just feels you just feel it in your body, like you just want to leap forward, and that's what it felt like when I was introduced to you. So, thank you so much for being. Oh, how are you?
1: I am great, Brittany. Thank you so much. And I have to say, like, I can share about your like leaping feeling. I uh, have guests on my podcast, and then I love to guest on other people's podcasts and i've been lately been getting such podcast synergy from people and i think there's something in the air i i, I do believe that the divine really wants us in partnership right mm-hmm. i think that's where we're yeah. growing to away from yes. ads and i know we're going to talk all about this but i just had to say it now like we're we're going to partnership where we're supporting each mm-hmm. other and we're promoting mm-hmm. each other and we're finding these really cool energetic connections of people and i just find it so beautiful. So thank you so much. I
0: I couldn't agree more. I like the quote that always stands out to me is like if you want to go fast go alone if you want to go far go together. And just the more that I collaborate with like-minded and and really like like-hearted humans, like the more that we can elevate our communities and I just think that it's a beautiful thing. A girlfriend and I were talking about this the other day because it's like you know, a gym membership, you know, you can only, you have a membership at all these different gyms and you can only go to that gym. But like when we come together, we create such a bigger impact with like all of the gifts that we have to share with our community, um, and our clients. So it's just, I couldn't agree more these beautiful partnerships. So why don't yes. we start with just a little introduction, like who you are in the world, what you're up to, and then we'll dive into it. I cannot wait to talk about this topic today.
1: Yay, well, I'll make it very brief, but I do like to mention, you know, I grew up, I was a, a fourth generation family farm girl and I grew up in middle America in the United States. And then I was just felt this calling from the youngest age to live and work abroad. <laughs> and so I I left right after, out of college and, um, since, and then I pursued a career in international affairs. And I lived in 10 countries on four continents, and about ten years and years into that seventeen year career, I was like, "Whoa, I am miserable, and this is not how I want to give back, and this is not how I want to share my gifts." And I was addicted to the adrenaline light, you know the adrenaline of of life living out of a suitcase, and it was no good. So it took me a good probably another 10 years to figure out, well, who the heck am I in the world? And that was a very long journey. I won't go into the details of it right now, but I will mention that I did land after a lot, a lot of trial and a lot, a lot of error where I am today, you know, sharing my spiritual gifts, which was very difficult for me to do, you know, five, six years ago when I was really felt called to say, you know, Hey, I can channel, Hey, I'm an energy healer. And I was really scared, to share because I was so worried people would think I'm weird or they wouldn't get it or they wouldn't like it. But when Mm. I actually was like, you know what? I'm scared and I'm going to do it anyway. That's the precise moment when my business started to take off.
0: Mm. It's amazing how that (laughs) happened. The thing that's holding us back is actually the key, right? It's like, that's what we can use to unlock our potential and our power. And it's just so interesting with spirituality because- for a long time, I felt similar. Like I was like a closet spiritual person. And I never really like talked about my spiritual, my like spiritual side. And I wouldn't like really embrace it. And then same thing, as soon as I like embraced it more, leaned into it, didn't care what other people think, think about what I was sharing. That's when things really like fell into place. And so one of my, one of my energy healers at the end of every session, she says, like, when you bless life, life blesses you back. And that, oh, like that has always resonated with me. It's like, these gifts are going to help people. And like, I'm going to share from that place of love. And then that's what always comes back.
1: Yeah, that's beautiful. I like to say when you, when you don't share your gifts because you're afraid, it's normal, right? It's a, a fear, a wound that we brought into this lifetime. And, and you can look at it as, okay, I can stay small. I can say, stay inside my comfort zone. I can, I can play it safe. But when you do that and you choose not to confront the fear, to release the fear, to get to the other side, you're actually depriving your soul client from something they need from you on a soul level. Mm-hmm. And it's not to make you feel bad, right? Or I'm not saying this to be, you know, mm-hmm. putting putting pressure on you, but what I'm mm-hmm. saying is your, your work is so important. Mm-hmm. It's so important and when you step up and uh, follow through on your heart's nudges and really share those raw vulnerable gifts that you have inside in ways for the people that you are born to serve. That's how they find you, through mm-hmm. the raw, through the vulnerable, through the scary. That That's the energetic signal that you put out that they can pick up on. And that's really, on a soul level, they don't want it, they need it.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that so much. And that I couldn't be more than true. And I've seen it unfold because recently I have shifted Um, my offerings. And it's just, I followed the nudge on my heart. And there was a lot of fear of like, wait, why are you changing everything? you got like, everything is so good. Why would you switch things up? And it's because I, once you start listening to the whisper, you can't ignore it. And I've spent the past four years listening to the whisper and following it. And so this time when it came, I was much more aware of like, okay, this is the next evolution, even though it's uncertain and it's scary. This is exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. So let's talk about, um, becoming a soul client magnet, because I have noticed the more clear that I get, the more the people that I connect with, we, we know we are connected on a, on a soul level. So I want to know all about Like, this is like a happening, I don't want to say unintentionally, but I'm just noticing the pattern of the women that I'm connecting with. And I believe that this is why, so like, I want to like unpack it and understand it and teach other people this as well. So tell me, you know, the step by step, play by play of becoming
1: a soul client magnet. Love it, my favorite thing to talk about. Yeah, so I define soul clients that are people that we agreed to help each other on a soul level before we came into this lifetime. You mm-hmm. know, sometimes we actually have soul. Sometimes, not all the time, we ha- we do actually have soul contracts with some of our clients, which means we have a real. There's a real important exchange that needs to happen. Either that client is going to help you get clarity on a methodology you're birthing or helps you, maybe she triggers you, right? And she helps you heal a big wound, something of that nature. But all of our soul clients, you're going to have feel a deep connection to them. It doesn't necessarily mean that the relationship will be easeful. It could be, but it could also be challenging, right? Mm-hmm. But there's going to be The flavor of the soul client is she's going to arrive to you with relative ease because you, because your energy, when you're experiencing the right alignment is going to magnetize her to you. So you're not Mm going to be pushing content out to her. You're going to be in your gifts, in your authenticity, creating in an aligned way. And she's going to, you're going to pull her in. To your business into your offerings, and it's gonna feel aligned. That is the mm. word. It's mm-hmm. gonna feel aligned, and sometimes mm-hmm. that's super easy, and sometimes it comes with challenges. It just depends on the nature of the relationship. But it's gonna feel aligned, and it's gonna feel more or less joyful. It's gonna be a very mm-hmm. joyful relationship. Mm-hmm. There'll be net joy <laughs> in the relationship. I mean,
0: that's what you this know? is all about. Like I I've shifted my offer to create a business that's based off of joy and abundance and not coming from a place of scarcity or lack. Um, and so I, I love that. So I'm curious of, you know, attracting that soul client, like someone that wants like the tangible, they're like, okay, like I want to attract a soul client so that it feels aligned. How does one do that?
1: Love that question. So there are five parts it's, and it's really in a, an alignment process. I call it the tweak and refine. So, for all of these parts, it's not, you know, building Rome overnight. It really is mm-hmm. the small, consistent tweaks we make in a day that ends, that results in big alignment, big, powerful alignment for you to get a steady stream of clients to fill your programs, to fill your offerings. So, the first, I mean, I always say the first, the first, I always start with the first one. I don't know that which one is more important, but this one is very key. Uh, the first part of the five parts of the alignment, but the third part is also very important, but I'll get to that in a sec is making sure that your business and your offerings are aligned to your soul mission because on a soul level, you feel called your soul is like your highest why is to do something and your business isn't reflecting that is not a vehicle for that you will not Mm -hmm. feel totally in alignment it'll feel a little off and you won't be able to put out that powerful signal and you might be thinking saying well allison i don't know what my soul mission is i don't have the words for it that's okay words never tell the story right you can have a few words here or there that come in that feel good and point in the right direction but it's about a feeling, like sinking into your body and feeling it. You can you can always feel your mission. You can always feel your highest why. And if aligned words arrive to you that describe the feeling or the energy frequency, go with it, beautiful. But if the words don't arrive, that's okay. You don't need them. You just need to be in your body, feeling that my, my highest why. The end of the day, why am I here in this lifetime? And then just asking the question, is my business more or less a vehicle for me to express my soul mission to put my soul mission into motion? And if you're getting a bigger no than yes, there are some tweaks and refines that are asking you to make them.
0: Mm. So I love that because I think that is spending time Getting aligned and understanding what your soul mission is, and maybe not having the words, but it is the feeling. So let's start with the soul's mission. Like, how does someone discover their soul mission?
1: Love this question. I always say you start with your pain. Your soul mission mm-hmm. is found in your pain <laughs> because our soul mission always has something to do, something to do, and usually it has a lot to do with a big challenge or series of challenges that we have more or less overcome. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's really the essence of coaching. Mm -hmm. So when you take that a little bit deeper and you just, you know, ask the question, what is a big challenge or a, and it's nice to look for themes. What is a, a theme of challenges I've had in my life? Have, has money always been, A challenge for me, but I've more or less, it doesn't mean you have it all figured out because you know, it's a never ending learning process, right? But you've Mm -hmm. really overcome this uh, chronic burnout. I had a, I was always a person who was chronically burning myself out and I still have tendencies to burn out, but oh my gosh, have I come so far and helping people work in a way that doesn't lead to burnout as part of my sole mission So, you know, I'm not there yet, but it's still part of my soul mission. And I have so much pain around that, but so much pain I've overcome. So it's finding that pain that you, that you've, 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 you've survived and you've shifted yourself out of it. Your soul mission is in there. The way you did it is really pointing you to how the work that you're meant to do in the world. And this is true, whether you're a coach or healer or not, this is always the place to start. I believe the best place to start when you really wanna clarify your highest why. And uh, and it's just start by asking the questions.
0: Mm, I know, questions questions hold the key, we have the answers through asking ourselves the right question, the empowering questions. So what's the like refinement process like? Like when you make the tweaks, what does that look like?
1: Yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, asking the question, you know, am I more or less in alignment or maybe a better question can be asking what part of my business am I most out of alignment to my big soul Mm. mission? Mm Because I think there's always going to be room for refinement and there's always going to be room for sharper alignment. So I would say um, if you feel like you're shifting into alignment and you're more or less going in the direction of alignment and you're feeling that your sole mission and your business are quite hand in glove, I would just, Mm -hmm. that would be a real alignment question. Where Mm -hmm. in my business am I most out of alignment or where is, what tweak is really ready because a lot of it's about divine timing. You know, we're mm-hmm. not really, we weren't really meant to be all 100% in alignment by the time we were 25, right? This is a journey. So maybe, <coughs> excuse me, a certain alignment that you want to happen isn't ready to happen yet. and wants to happen in six months or a year. So you can also kind of call in that divine timing. What am I ready for? You know, what mm-hmm. shift am I really ready for? What is something I really can't do anymore. <laughs> like mm-hmm. that thing I used to do just so doesn't serve me now. Mm-hmm. So you can also tap into the divine timing of it. What is ready to change today? And it mm-hmm. can look like exactly what's happening in your business. You felt <laughs> the, ch- you felt the nudges. I'm being called mm-hmm. to serve a different person in a different way with different offerings and to be mm-hmm. in a deeper expression of my truth and authenticity that is mm-hmm. you aligning to your big soul mission.
0: Mm-hmm. And that makes and well so much done
1: sense. For having the <laughs> courage. You. I was going to say, well done for having the courage because it, <laughs> it takes courage. Takes courage to does. do this work.
0: It definitely takes courage too, especially when you know when you've been working years and years and years to create a service that is proven. Like I think that's the big challenge is like letting go. Um, And it's not necessarily letting go, but it's just making space for the piece of expansion. Um, But it does. I think a big part of it is like it does feel really aligned. And then what's crazy is once I accepted it, because I wasn't accepting it at first, I didn't want to accept it. I was like, things are good right here. I don't need to expand. And then I was like, yeah, who am I kidding? Of course, I need to expand. Of course, I want to grow. Like, that's what I want. That is my desire. Um, things have just flowed a lot easier. Like I've just, things are, I have more clarity over things. I have more clarity over how I'm approaching my work and how I'm approaching my week. So hearing you say that makes so much sense. And it's like, even though it's scary and it takes courage and leaping into the unknown, I think there's just like having that faith that when you are in alignment, it always works out. And it always works out better than you even make it out to be. So I love that. Tell me what the next step is.
1: I would love to. And I just have to say on that, you had the evidence. Like, how do you know that your alignment is working? You just said it. It's the key. Clarity and flow. You will Mm -hmm. just feel this sharper clarity. And from that clarity, things will start to flow. So that's the sign that the alignment is coming into place.
0: Yeah, I love that.
1: (laughs) Okay, stage two is really your... I call it amplifying your intuitive gifts, amplifying your spiritual gifts, because Mm -hmm. to have this soul client attraction, you can't be doing it alone, you know, up in your head, you know, in in the third dimensional world of lack Mm -hmm. and scarcity and, you know, very fear based, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, running your business in that 3D bro marketing where it's cranking up content all the time. Like, who likes to do that? It's horrible.
0: (laughs) It's horrible. And, like, it doesn't, like, as, it doesn't feel good on the, like, the person that's consuming it. Like, that bro marketing just is so yucky, for lack of a better word.
1: (laughs) Total ick factor. So. Total ick factor. So you're, and we're not meant to do it alone. And we are meant to be Mm. the magnets. And we do have free. They're the best free coaches in the world, our divine guidance team. So this Mm -hmm. is the process of actively with mindful intention, amplifying Mm -hmm. that connection with our Mm -hmm. higher self and our divine support team. So we can get the intuitive guidance. We can Mm -hmm. hear that whisper of our heart more loudly. We can Mm -hmm. allow that clarity to come through and those co-creations to come through in ways that will really enable our soul clients to find us. So how mm-hmm. do you do that? It's as simple as starting with a very powerful intention. And the intention is actually an invitation. We are people of, you know, we are humans of free will. And the divine is not going to come in and connect deeper with you unless you invite it in. Mm. And most of the people who've listened to this podcast, you guys are light workers. you're on a soul path. So you've invited it in already, but you don't Mm -hmm. just, it's not a one and done because you upgrade, you know, you go to the next level, you go to the next level, right? Mm -hmm. So you Mm -hmm. have to notice like, am I ready to up level? Am I ready to deepen my connection? If you are invited in, tell the divine, I am ready. I invite you in. It also Mm -hmm. says I accept if there's a fear I need to face and release in order to up level, Right, because you know, new level, new devil. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, right. Yep. There's, you know, <laughs> yeah. so it never ends. It never gets easy, right? So mm-hmm. you're saying I want it. I'm ready, and I'm, I'm will, I'm open to whatever it is, the resistance I have to release. Mm. I'm open to seeing that through, so I can connect deeper with you, divine.
0: Mm. Oh my gosh, so many things like that is I such know. a beautiful like. It just it makes, and I'm like just reflecting on my experience of where I've been at for the past couple months. I mean, definitely having a baby, I think, just opened up a whole different uh, channel or like portal to the divine. um, Oh yeah, (laughs) like that'll do that. Yeah, like it's just like a direct line into that that world. So. Um, I love that what you're sharing because it is an invitation and it like, that's what the intention is. It's like inviting it in and being willing to receive it, even if it might not necessarily be what you want to hear.
1: Exactly. Um, Well said. Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Cause that's, I mean, this is the experience that I had. I was like inviting it in and when it came to me, I was like, Oh I wasn't expecting that, but I'm so glad that it's here. Like, as it gave me like broadened my perspective um, and it really did help me shift. And it's so interesting because it's like the times that I have a hard time sitting down or journaling or meditating and my clients have a hard time creating space is because I don't think they actually want to hear. They don't, they they're resisting what they might find out in those moments. I know that was me from my experience. Um, but when you surrender and you allow it to come in, I think that's what really helps you elevate you to that next level. Um, but it is, it's a constant upgrade. You can't go from like zero to a hundred. It is a, it's a process. And I've been in that process over the past year. It's just like these upgrades. Um, and, each upgrade does come with a new level of challenges, but also a new level of like fulfillment and joy and satisfaction that I didn't know existed. So that's the that's the next, that's step two. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's step three?
1: So step three is, now I say, I always say like, what's more like, okay, it's not good to compare and say like, what's most important, whatever. I do think that the step one, aligning things to your soul mission is so important. Mm-hmm. And step three, and I don't start with this one because it's not fun for most of us, <laughs> but it is probably the biggest uh you know it's the biggest thing that tethers us back from the soul aligned excess we want to experience, and that is releasing the blocks that tether us down that hold us back, mm-hmm. that put door stoppers on our success, yeah. mm-hmm. and we you know. Phase two and three are related because when you upgrade, there's usually new challenges that want to be faced, right? And so you can release Mm -hmm. the fear you're holding on to. But this is really like not waiting until you're in the middle of the pain or the the resistance. This is more like the daily practice of Mm -hmm. checking in. And I always say healing is so much more empowering and easeful when you actually do it from a neutral place or even from a joy place. So you Mm -hmm. have a daily practice, you sit down, maybe you do a little meditation, you're starting to feel good and high vibe. And then you just ask the question, getting back to those right questions to ask, is there something inside that's holding me back from my next level from my soul aligned access for mm-hmm. experiencing alignment in my business from attracting my next soul client. Mm-hmm. What and the, it's going to be, yes, a hundred percent of the time because we always have something that can be released. And mm-hmm. the, to be honest, the higher you upgrade, the more our blocks hide because typically, <laughs> yes. the pain, yeah, the pain doesn't feel as bad when the no, pain, yeah, when the pain is pelting you, you're like, "Yep, I got a block. Mm-hmm. I know exactly what yeah. it is." You know, it's it's yes. But when it's mm-hmm. nuanced and it's kind of a minor annoyance, it can really mm-hmm. hide from you, but it throws you off just the same. So mm-hmm. this is the just adding or just being a little bit more mindful. I'm sure most of your listeners always do already do some form of this, but like we can all be a little bit more, you know, disciplined with our practices that, hey, we're asking, yeah, we want to be up-leveled. So we're going to kind of refortify our commitment to this to say, I'm going to do a daily or several times weekly practice where I'm just looking in what resistance is no longer serving me and is ready to be released today. Hmm.
0: I think that's so spot on. And it is so sneaky, like, because it does like those blocks manifest in such different ways, like the, each level that you evolve to. Um, and I noticed that in motherhood because the, like, not enough, when I was started my, my journey, you know, like seven years ago, that was like very clear of like, I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough, blah, blah, blah. And the way that it would show up in motherhood was so sneaky. It wasn't as like loud as it used to be. It would just show up in me, like distracting myself. In a moment that I'm like, why am I distracting myself in this like moment of like joy or connection? And I've noticed that I'm like, oh, each level you get to you're going to be faced with similar challenges, they're going to show up differently. But like, you're here and you have to be able to, like, I mean, I like to gamify things. So you have to like <laughs> get through the challenges then to get to the next level. It's not just like this, like upward trajectory. Um, I'm curious, cause there's something that you said about like, you know, doing the daily practice. And this happens to all of us when we're feeling really good, we don't do our practices. And then we don't do our practices and then we feel terrible. And then we're like, oh, I gotta do the practices. I'm feeling bad. Can you speak to why it's important to do the daily practice, whether that's meditation, journaling, like mindful movement, whatever it is, um, when especially when you're feeling really good, not just when you're feeling terrible.
1: That's such a good question, and that's exactly what most of us have a tendency to do. We rely on our mm. spiritual gifts when we're we're down in the dumps, and, and yeah, yeah we the, yep. yeah we're in the thick of it. And I call it going to well. We're talking about amplifying intuitive gifts and healing, but I like to say it's so important to go to the gym of your intuition every day because it's mm. a muscle. Like anything else. Mm-hmm. Yes, some mm-hmm. people are born more intuitive than others. Of course, some mm-hmm. people are meant to be intuitive teachers, et cetera. But we're all, especially everybody listening to this podcast, we're all intuitive. And the more you flex that muscle, the more intuitive you mm-hmm. get. And mm-hmm. it's healing is the same way. You can look at it as going to the gym of your healing. And the more you mindfully start to release the blocks, there there gets to be an ease to it. You know, I'm a master energy healer, so this is, you know, my my life's calling, my life's passion is releasing energy blocks. So I know a lot about it and I have a lot of techniques. And I notice 100%, the more I do it, the more disassociated I get with the pain. And the more, mm-hmm. it, to be honest, the more it kind of feels like brushing my teeth. We, we are very disciplined about cleaning our body and taking showers and washing our hair. But this is the process of cleaning our energy. And when mm-hmm. you really get into it, and when you're talking about these nuanced blocks that aren't big pain trauma blocks, which are a, a different, in a different category, but with these nuanced energy blocks, it's really like it's energy maintenance. Mm-hmm. And so when you, the more you do it from a place of mindfulness, the less p- actually painful or uncomfortable it feels. Mm -hmm. And it's literally like, well, I got to brush my teeth today. I got to clean my energy today. Mm -hmm. And when it gets routine like that, yeah, it gets more easeful. And when it gets more easeful, it's easier for you to incorporate into your routine because it's Mm -hmm.
0: easeful. Yeah. Yeah, You almost like look forward to it. So tell me some, some, okay. So share some practices then that someone can do to release these energy blocks?
1: Well, I'm the master of the five-step process and I'm the lover of the number five. (laughs) 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 The divine gives me five. Everything comes in five. So I I have a five-step process and it's very easy. This is a beautiful, easy process as part of your energy maintenance. If you have childhood trauma, that's a different animal. And I really do encourage you to invest in a healer to help you Mm -hmm. because when it's trauma, trauma, we, we're not meant to do that alone. Mm -mm. And I've hired so many healers. I've been to therapists. Like I've, you know, because I had the, I had the trauma blocks that needed to be Mm -hmm. released. So if you Mm -hmm. got those, that's the time to go to a professional that you feel good with you feel aligned to. Mm -hmm. And this process is self healing. That is more for those irksome pesky it could still be pretty Mm -hmm. painful but it's not a big Mm -hmm. trauma wound
0: so would you say because like with trauma like in regards to childhood trauma because there's big t and then there's little t like the big t is like definitely work in the line of therapy healers like specifically to that trauma but then there's like the little t and is that if you've experienced because some people don't realize that they've experienced little t trauma like the when, like i don't i didn't until i started getting into this work and then i was like oh so that's what all of this means would that be something that you can do as a self healer with
1: like this work i absolutely yeah so I mean, you can do self healing on some pretty painful stuff and yeah. you can kind of use your intuition if it ever feels too much mm-hmm. if you ever get to the point in this five step process i'm going to take you through that it feels too much then that's just stop Stop what you're doing. Go, just go to deep breathing. You know, then just leave it alone. Go for a walk. You know, pat your dog, hold your child. Just like move on from it, and book an appointment with a healer. Mm-hmm. It feels too intense to do on your own. It's just your body saying you need someone to hold the space for you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that's just kind of notice that. But for most of this, I would say the the little T trauma for most people, I would say, you know, your listeners will be able to mm-hmm. process a lot of it with a really mm-hmm. good home practice. Okay. Awesome. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So like what, yeah. for someone listening, that's like getting more familiar with what a uh, little treat trauma would be like, what are some examples of that?
1: So that comes from like, uh, you know, I would say if it, you know, if it's, if we're calling it a trauma it's still going to be pretty painful. Mm -hmm. And it'll come like, let's say you were very like, um, you know, you had parents who expected you to be perfect, and they held you Mm -hmm. to a super, super high standard. Mm -hmm. And then you were in a community that was all about, you know, celebrating the kids that were super good athletes or super smart or whatever. And you had like daily socially conditioned to you're not good enough. And we all, mm-hmm. it's a collective wound. We all have the not good enough wound, mm-hmm. but some of us have experienced it on a more intense level. So mm-hmm. it wasn't like, yeah. you, were, you know, it wasn't like a, a physical or it wasn't, but it was, I mean, pretty, you know, pretty intense. So you have mm-hmm. a pretty serious, long running, I'm not good enough, or I have to kill myself to be recognized or to, to experience mm-hmm. success. Like this is a, a wound I see often with my clients mm-hmm. where it's, you know, this is the type of wound that's never one and done. You know, it's, a no. it's a journey to heal. All of our wounds are a journey, but like mm-hmm. these type of, you know, you had experience with, uh, you know, like, like your family or with authority figures in your life. And then it was backed by social conditioning from a community from different, like, so you've had, you've had, you've been hit with it in layers that it's mm-hmm. become a real, it's become a story that you believe to be quite true. Mm-hmm. Even when you're doing thought work and you're trying to convince yourself it's not true on a cellular level, you actually believe yeah. it to be true. And that's what your energy is going to vibrate that you're not mm-hmm. good enough. And it's going to attract things into your circumstances that actually aren't good enough for you and they aren't good for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we want to clear that. Yeah.
0: So let's clear it. And um, let's just I feel like there's this. so many people listening. Yeah. Use this as an yes. example because I think so let's many use people this resonate as example. with it. Yeah.
1: Yes. I, I felt, I felt called to share this one. So I think the l- listeners can relate to this one. So it's a five-step process. And the first one is just the scan you're scanning and asking the question and you really want to sink inside your body. You know, that's how we connect into the divine. That's how we connect to our higher self. That's how we connect to our wounds. It's all from the neck down. So we sink into that body and say, what, what, and Every time you ask the question, you're going to have something. Just ask mm-hmm. the question, what inside me is ready to be released today? Mm. So that's really the first question, the first step. Then you go to two, and you notice what's going to come back first. Either it's going to be a thought or it's going to be a feeling. So let's say step two, you notice the answer that comes back is a feeling. And you feel heavy, constricted, exhausted, exhausted. Uh, you feel shame, you feel, and you're like, oh, wow, there's a lot of painful emotions and, and painful tactile sensations I'm feeling. Then you want to go to you just notice and name those emotions. If you can name them, do. If you're not used to naming your emotions, you might go to other thoughts. Well, that feels unworthy, or that feels like not like you, you might go straight to other thoughts. You want to get into the practice of actually naming the emotion, unworthy, uh, uh, lack, sad, angry, resentful, you know, get into those emotions, okay? Name the emotions. And then you want to go to step three, which is what is the story that are triggering these emotions? What is the story that's triggering these emotions? And then you just are in response to what comes back. And in this case, it's the thought is, I'm not good enough. Mm -hmm. Now, if you did that same process and you say, step one, is there resistance inside me? That's ready to be released today. And you go to step two, you might get the thought first. It depends on the person or it depends Mm -hmm. on the situation. So the thought might Mm -hmm. come back first, I'm not good enough. Then -hmm. you wanna go to step three. When that thought feels 100% true, what are the emotions that are triggered? And you want to name those emotions as specifically as you can. And if you cannot name them, that's fine. But just be mindful that you're not just saying other thoughts.
0: Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of times people, sometimes we have so many thoughts and we're not aware which is the thought that created the emotion, but we're much more aware, even if we can't label the emotion, that something's going on in here. Especially if you're being intentional. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, awesome.
1: exactly. So, if you can't name the emotion, just go with the something's going on and it feels mm-hmm. heavy and not great. It feels constricting.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: So, then you go to step 4, and this is where you can kind of notice if it's this process is too intense for you for this particular block or not, and you want to feel the feels. So, you're mm-hmm. going to call up all those emotions you named. This is the release process. It's a feel. Mm-hmm. And if you can sink into the body and you want it at this point, you don't want to think about the thought anymore. Mm-hmm. You really don't. It's not about the thought. It's about mm-hmm. the emotions. That's the block. Mm-hmm. And the block cannot be released unless it's expressed. It just can't. Mm-hmm. It'll just be trapped in your energy system. So at this point you want to be, if you can be a little bit curious and sort of, Hey, this is a science experience. Be yes. curious. Yeah. How will this feel? To release this from my physical body, notice the tactile sensations. It feels tingly. Mm-hmm. It feels weird. It feels woozy. Yeah, mm-hmm. that will disassociate you from the pain and make the release process more easeful. Especially mm-hmm. if it's a if it's a a, a more painful struggle.
0: Yeah. So don't oh my want gosh. To
1: feel the feels. Yep.
0: I I uh, love that you said that because I tell my clients this all the time. Like, do you want to be a An emotional scientist or an emotional judge and so when you judge your emotions you like avoid them or you think that they're wrong and then that just like further solidifies the story but when you're a scientist and you're curious and you bring compassion that is a part of the like release process i love that so what's the last step of of this this is i love this practice this is so amazing
1: it's the breathe and release. So you want to feel mm-hmm. the feels for 60 to 90 seconds. And when we mm-hmm. are mindful of an emotion, we feel them in waves. We cannot mm-hmm. feel an emotion really for longer than 90 seconds.
0: Yeah. So if you, and feel- you don't interrupt it.
1: Exactly. And if you're not, yeah. you know, trying to numb yourself off on your phone mm-hmm. or the wine or the Netflix, yeah. you literally, yeah. and, and they will come in waves. And if you're going through the middle of the trauma, the waves are going to be quite close to each other. But if Mm -hmm. you're just in a state of neutrality and this is part of your daily practice, you will not feel that feel for much longer than 90 seconds. Mm. So that's, that's the, you know, that's the discomfort. It's only 90 seconds. Most tops, Mm -hmm. sometimes less. Right.
0: That's what I tell my clients. Like the word. And I, you know, I have to tell myself this too, especially like, oh yeah, the the sneakier ones, like uh, sadness, like there's certain emotions that I'm like, Bring it on. I'm like, I can do that whole process. But then the more challenging ones are like disappointment. Like disappointment, I to me is one of the most challenging emotions to like sit in that process with. Um, so those are the ones that like I that's where I want to avoid is like feeling that way. Um, so what's it's your human design type? I'm a
1: projector. Oh, okay. I'm a projector too. I thought you, um, disappointment is the not self theme of the generators. So I thought oh, maybe you might be a generator. <laughs>
0: uh, no, I'm a projector and I am like, I feel like I'm allergic to feeling disappointment. It's so interesting. Uh, um, but ooh, then that's a the, block. The that's a good sneaky, block. Yeah, it is. Cause it's like, sometimes i like, it's everything I want. It's on the other side of just like feeling disappointed. Um, so it's okay, really interesting. So your homework. Yeah. Brittany, give me some homework. homework for you tomorrow. I love it. Uh, give me the homework. I would, I'm all, I would,
1: homework. I would start with <laughs> always starts with questions. Right. And right. I just have to say, sorry, I, I don't want to go. I know we're like short on time. Why do we want to start with questions? I just want to share. It's because we want to co-create with the divine. So mm. if we just, if we don't start with a question, there's no co-creation and we can't yeah. get the answers back. So you start yeah. with the question to co-create with your higher mm-hmm. self and your spirit guides what uh what's the question that you want to ask uh what is my biggest uh what is my biggest fear point around the feeling of disappointment Hmm. what is my biggest fear point around the fear of disappointment and I would allow a thought to arrive a belief system and then I would do the how does it feel when process. that thought feels hundred percent true name, mm-hmm. the emotions, feel the feels, then it's the breathe and release and you want to Really? Ah, that's step five. Whoo, the promised land. You're exhaling. You're going to feel good. You're going to, your energy has, going to bump up. It's going to upgrade. Mm-hmm. And you're going to feel expanded. You're going to feel connected, more connected to your higher self. And as a bonus step bonus, sink into your body, go to your heart space and ask your higher self for a message of truth. And the mm. message of truth is what was hiding on the other side of the block, that the block was yes. hiding. You know, our blocks hide our truth from us. Yes. So just ask your higher self for a message of truth and see what comes through. And if you don't get anything in the moment, don't worry. Your higher self will get you an answer in the next hour, day or week. So just be open to being, your messaging, truth open. arriving when it's ready, Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Staying receptive. Well, I will report back after I do that homework. I love yes. um, just the intentionality <laughs> behind, behind this. Cause it's like that, that is one of my biggest blocks. And I love that you said that like your blocks are what's stopping you from connecting to your higher self and like having the flood, the rush of like the positive emotional experience and I think just taking the time because a process like this doesn't take longer than a couple minutes. I had a, a girlfriend the the day say, I don't have time. Like, I don't have time oh, to yeah. like, figure out like, you, what else are you doing with your time? Are you scrolling on Instagram? Are you watching if you can like, even if you can check email for five minutes throughout your day, you can spend time doing a practice like this. Um. So I love that. So this is like a very important piece, right? Like this is step three of the five part process. And it seems like this is the one, the step that people are going to want (laughs) to skip (laughs) Yes, because it's addressing like the dark spots. And my sister and I say this all the time, like the dark spots turn into our bright spots. And this is the only way that you can do that is by like acknowledging and then releasing them. So walk me through the last two steps of this process of becoming, um, a soul client magnet.
1: Yes. And I will do it succinctly. So step four, is that connecting to your soul client avatar? So if you've been in business at all, you've probably done this, the ideal client mm-hmm. avatar, and you filled out the 10 page form and does she read Vogue magazine? And does she eat pizza? Mm-hmm. Now you want to throw that form out the window. I mean, Yikes. it's kind of helpful, <laughs> but it's also like, yeah. I don't know what she eats for lunch. No, yeah. you go into your body, you go into your energy, you connect to mm-hmm. your, your heart space and you set the intention to actually connect to him or her or them. And and don't worry, like if you're doing it wrong, the energy will be guided. It just set the intention. The energy will know where to go. You connect to her energetically. Mm-hmm. Connect to her, her energetically and ask her three questions. Mm-hmm. Well, you can start with like, what's your name? Um, are you an entrepreneur? Are you a teacher? Are you nurse? Are you, you know... Mm-hmm who are you, you know, those types of things. If you're, if you're new to the journey and you don't kind of already know, and then you want to ask her, what are your pains that my unique genius is uniquely designed or my offering is uniquely designed to help you alleviate? What are your desires that me and my offerings are designed to help you experience? And what do you need from me in a soul level? So you're asking her pains, wants, needs, but on that soul level, like that deeper mm-hmm. level, what what is her real pain that she's ready to mm-hmm. overcome? What is her real wants and what is her needs that you are designed to help her get to the next level? And just be, mm-hmm. you want to perceive what you receive to be coming back in response. So if you think you're receiving, oh, she's struggling with self-worth, for example. If you are a, t- a coach type person, I would do some social media posts about self worth, especially if that feels exciting and aligned to you, and then just Mm -hmm. see so then you do test it in the real world with other people and see how the people respond and I think you're going to find that people like Oh my God, I'm so struggling with this today, you read my mind. Mm -hmm. Um, People say this to me all the time it was like you were inside my head and I, was, oh my gosh, all the time.
0: That, right? <laughs> I love that you shared that because this is what I teach my clients. It's like, when you're speaking to that person, it doesn't, you're not trying to reach everyone. And not like for me, at least when I'm coming from that place, 10 out of 10 times, I have at least one person be like, that was exactly what I needed to hear today. And so then I'm like, Hey, I did my job because that's who I was speaking to. I didn't know what person was going to come through. And sometimes like I'm shocked at the person that tells me uh, that it resonated, but that's the, that was the person that I had in mind while like sharing a message that like came to me. So I love that. That's absolutely incredible. And so spot on, and it makes creating so much more fun. Like for me, what I'm doing in my business and what I'm helping my clients do is like not feel like they have to do anything. Like I want them to find it to be fun and enjoyable to build their business and like create a sustainable business that like fills them up and also like fills up the people that they're working with. Um, so I love that. What's the last piece?
1: The last piece, and this is the one, you know, invite me back, Brittany, because this is the one we'll, that needs a little bit more time to explore in. So I'll just give you the, the mm-hmm. wave top. And that is what I call the soul client courtship. So yes, mm-hmm. this would be your sales and marketing strategy, your funnels, but you're going mm-hmm. to look at it just as you describe from a place of joy. You look at it from like, what would light me up? What would be fun? You want to, when mm-hmm. you think about your social media platforms, you want to be like, where are my, where's my soul client avatar hanging out? And where do mm-hmm. I love to be? If you hate Facebook with every fiber of your being, do not be on Facebook, right? Mm-hmm. However, if you, don't like Facebook, but yet you're kind of good on a Facebook live and you can connect to clients via Facebook, then it's okay. You know, no social media platform is perfect. So, you know, mm-hmm. you know, just decide where you feel more or less good. And every mm-hmm. everything's got a good, a bad, and ugly mm-hmm. where you can connect to your people and be mindful of the learning curve. If you're mm-hmm. getting called to a YouTube channel, but you're completely new to it, when you first start, you might not feel good. It might not feel like you. You might not feel like you're authentic you. And that's normal because you have to learn. And you might find after six months, you actually really love it. So if you're mm-hmm. new to a platform, give it time. But it's really about finding that like, so you're getting the content from your soul soul client avatar. You're getting her needs, her wants, her her desires, and crafting offerings, crafting a social media platform that that just speaks to her so directly that she can't not see you and you're talking about things and you're showing up on platforms that you feel so amazingly authentic that you are just able to be in expression of your gifts to be the Mm -hmm. lighthouse putting out that signal so strongly she has to just be pulled into you with a joy ease and flow and often with a speed mm-hmm. usually when you're in like real alignment to this it happens quickly so um that is the soul mm-hmm. client courtship more to say about it but it's that's that's what it is in the nutshell
0: it it takes the you know what we've experienced through marketing like the the old way of sales and marketing and it allows it to be something that's enjoyable. And I think, and, and like, so service driven, like it doesn't feel self-promoting when you're coming from that place of service and love. Cause you know who you want to help and yeah. how you can help them. It takes away that narrative and it does, it just, I think it creates like, it's just so much easier, like not to say that it doesn't require work. Cause this does require work, but it doesn't feel like work because you're being driven from your heart. And I think that, that, that to me has made the biggest difference in my business and just in my life in general.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. So, oh, this is so good, Allison. I mean, I could just talk to you all day. We could just like go down the rabbit hole and this has been such a enlightening and joyful conversation. Um, so if people are curious about, you know, what you're like, how to take this work a step further or what, um, you know, what you're up to, where can they find you? So,
1: they can find me at my website alisonscammel.com and I have a very cool uh, free guided energy upgrade meditation that'll actually help you get into this alignment that we were talking about. And I do have a very very awesome live 10-week class coming up. Can I say a word about that?
0: Yeah, of course.
1: Yeah, so it's I'm calling it My Soul Blueprint and it's actually really, you know, that amplifying intuitive gifts. It's a lot about that. It's really a lot about the first three things we talked about, about getting the clarity on your soul mission, amplifying your gifts and releasing those blocks that are tethering you down. So I'll be, I'm going to be taking you through our five key, uh, there's that number again, right? Five, five key spiritual gifts, how to amplify our gifts, how to clear the things that are keeping us away from being in full expression of who we're meant to be and how to really get that alignment, in our life, our personal life, our business, all parts of us to that next level. And I'm really excited about it. So mm, it I love it. In, when does that launch? It's It launches on October 20th. So if you're okay. feeling so called, uh, it's allisonscammell.com forward slash my soul blueprint.
0: Awesome. I will make sure that that's linked in the show notes as well as your um, podcast as well. Because I feel like your podcast has so many golden nuggets. Thank you. Thank you. Yes.
1: Please. Yes. Thank you so much.
0: Of course. Uh, Well, this has just been such a fun conversation. I love to end these calls with just like one last question to, you know, sum it all up. And right now, I mean, My daughter's name is Ellie Joy and like joy has just been a common theme in my life and in my business. So the question that I've just been called to ask my guests lately is what brings you joy in life?
1: Oh, that's a really good question. Lately, what brings me joy in life is taking my dog Astrid to the beach. She's a Mm -hmm. greyhound, Mm -hmm. letting her get her sprints in. That's her happy place.
0: And then yes. she sprints
1: till she collapses on the beach by me. And she and I just hang out together and she's panting like crazy. And I'm just listening to the ocean waves crash. That gives me so much joy. <laughs> Thank you so oh much for gosh. asking. <laughs> Even the way you're describing that,
0: like I can feel that joy. Oh, yeah. And I have, um, when I've taken our dog Benji to the beach in California, it's like Disneyland like, for dogs. It's like, like, it is it- the happiest most the joyful happiest. place in the world. I just, it makes me so I've like never like laughed so much just watching the hot laps and the sprint and the goofy smile with yeah. the tongue hanging yeah. out. It's Absolutely. the best. And then they sleep for like days afterwards because yeah. they exert so, so much, much energy. energy. So That's much right. Energy. That's exactly uh, right. Well, I love that. And I, even that recalling that memory brings a lot of joy to to me as well. So Yay. thank you for sharing this.
1: Oh, you're so welcome.
0: Um, Well, any last parting words before we wrap up?
1: Brittany, you're an amazing, you're an amazing host. What an amazing podcast. Thanks for the work you do in the world. This was such a pleasure.
0: Oh my goodness. I seriously pinch myself at the conversations that I get to have on this show. I have been able to connect with some of the most incredible leaders in this industry that I'm constantly mind blown by. And Allison delivered everything she was saying. I just was like my heart, my soul, my spirit was like wanting to jump out of my body and just give her a big hug. The concept of the soul attraction is such an important piece of running a business, especially if you are a heart-centered, soulful leader, which I'm guessing if you're listening to the show, whether you have your own business or you're looking for something within your career that's more purpose-driven and fulfilling, that's definitely you, my friend. Allison is a wealth of knowledge, and if you're curious about her programs, I'd say absolutely check Out that soul blueprint. I mean, that is a golden nugget that makes running a business so much easier, so much more flow and fluidity when connecting with your dream client. So I have a link in the show notes for you to check out that program. It is kicking off very, very soon. So make sure if this calls to your heart and soul, you jump on this incredible opportunity. Allison is one of the amazing speakers that I have come into my group programs, and this is the kind of beautiful content that we get to deeper dive together into within the Activator Blueprint, and this is a program that has been on my heart and soul for a long time that is underway as we speak. The doors are no longer open for it because I am doing a small intimate founding group, but as soon as doors open again, you, my friend will be the first to know. All right. I hope you have a beautiful, beautiful rest of your day. I hope that you found something in this episode that inspired you to take action. And I hope that you continue to tap into your soul's purpose and do what you're meant to do on this earth. I'm sending you so much love. Remember to love yourself, own your happiness and let your light shine. you're so worthy of it, my friend. Until next time.